was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet in council in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. Far away! Far away! Far away! He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far, far away. He'd tell you of Camp Cobbacy so far. Good evening, Cobbacy families, and welcome to another Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Braves are in their beds, the sun is going down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each day, before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. This is your Blue Sheet Report for today, the 26th of June, we're almost to July, Alphabet Day B. And just in case you were wondering, we did get some rain yesterday, not going to slow us down. It rained in the afternoon and in the morning it was still a little tiny sprinkle, but it was that not going to hold on, might be actually a warm, wonderful day kind of sprinkle. And sure enough, by the time the boys were lining up for flags, the rain had stopped And we had a full, absolutely wonderful morning of sports. We'll get to that in a little bit. But the weather made room for us today, even though if it hadn't, we would have still been okay. Today, like I said, is an alphabet day B. The OD shift was the Spartans, and the Cobble Lounge cleanup was baseball and hockey. Kieran is the HOD. Flags today belongs to Tori, our Braves group leader. Today's events... 10 and under soccer practice during Cabo Choice, and 15 and under tennis practice during Lakeside. Obviously, we had Lakeside today. And also today, an interesting thing that maybe you didn't know about is that we have a you know rest hour every single day. And then on special days, once a week, we have what's called celebrity guest hour. And that's where our heads of areas, head of baseball, head of basketball, head of football, Griff, All the guys and and women that run the different areas go into the bunks during rest hour and the counselors go out of the bunks and they have a special training and the program heads and activity heads get to be in the bunks and that's so that we can have that special training and also so we can do our camper surveys independent of the counselors and so we can get a kid's eye view of how things are going in a numerical fashion. So... It's kind of a win-win-win. We get uh, the the voice of the people, as it were. The program heads get to spend a bunch of time with the boys in their bunks, which they love. And the counselors and the Res Life leadership get to do a little training, which is important week to week. Laundry day today was Kennebago, Cree, and Sako. And tomorrow, the laundry staff has the day off. So there will be no laundry done tomorrow. Evening activities. Today we had Watermelon League for Braves. Council and Sachem also had Watermelon League, round two. And the Warriors didn't have anything at camp because, as I speak, they are at Coos Canyon. They left in the early afternoon, and they headed up to Coos Canyon in a bus. And they are up there right now, probably at this stage, 
finishing up their campfire and getting ready to go back to their tents and having a wonderful time cuddled up along the Swift River somewhere near Rumford, Maine. This evening was campfires and a meal around the campfire, lots of silly skits and songs, and tomorrow they get to spend a day playing in the the Swift River, which is actually not swift at all, in Coos Canyon. And there's a flume there, which is where a big, huge granite rock has a river cut through it, and they get to go down. It's kind of a natural water slide. It's quite safe. And then there's also a series of ledges they can jump off of, and the boys, usually no one wants to do it because it looks pretty high, and then another boy wants to do it. I expect um, soon most of them will have done it. And our waterfront director, our adventure director, Brian Padilla, our group leader, all headed up there with a whole passel of staff. And it's just a really cool event up there and a sort of a rite of passage for our middle age group, Coos Canyon, Swift River. On deck, tomorrow is Braves Day, which is where everybody's on a trip except for the Braves, and they get to run the place. They get to do all kinds of awesome Braves-only activities all over camp. Uh, the Warriors, of course, will still be at Coos Canyon, and then Council and Sachem get to go to Funtown Splashtown, USA, which is a theme park and an amusement park, and they're very much looking forward to that. They get a little bit of money at the door of the bus to buy the occasional candy and ice cream so they you know spin themselves silly on the rides and then they go swimming and then they eat a bunch of of candy what else do you need on a summer day in the hole warriors and sachem both have schedule changes and then the sachem get to change their majors which is a big deal that's the class they get to do all week long same bat time same bat channel the Braves have a group night, and they also, half of them are headed to Spirit Island, which is another great tradition, one of their trips. And then the Warriors have bunk night, and Council has group night. That's two days out. We also have 10 and under soccer practice, 13 and under tennis practice, and 15 and under baseball practice. The Kaba choices for today. For the Braves, we have paper airplane building at the Grove. Legos also at the Grove. Swim to Spirit Island, lacrosse, and soccer. And Council had stand-up paddle boarding at the waterfront, obviously, tennis at Bluey Field, hockey drills at the hockey rink, skills challenge with Jay at Griff's Court, that's basketball, and then also a ping-pong tournament at the Lewis Lee Center for chillin' and grillin'. Warriors have no Kaba choices because their Kaba choice was riding in a big yellow bus to the Swift River and Coos Canyon. And that is our Blue Sheet Report for today, the 26th of June. We're almost to July. It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Camp Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an inner camp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one time with a single boy. Those times are some of my favorite times. This is what I saw today. We've had a little bit of weather. We've had a little bit of getting started. We've had some interruptions because of a thunderstorm, and this morning, right after a decent rain last night 
the weather was clear and calm. No breezes were ruffling any trees or moving any water in any of our now returned puddles. But the sports fields were clear. Tennis was ready to go. And all the way through morning cleanup, basketball and tennis ran what's called a billy goat and cleared off all of the the wet hard courts we have. It's this giant blower that just rolls along and blows called the billy goat. So by the time it was time for period one, we were ready to go. And it was full-blown sports and activities all at the same time, all under the calm gray skies, but really nice warm. It's probably 75 degrees, nice warm temperature. And the boys were ready to go. Nice long sleep with rain tippy-tappy on the roof. And everybody woke up refreshed. Morale was very high. When I did my little round, Sachem and Council were playing football on the lower flag football field. Lots of laughing, some pretty sweet athletic moves. I definitely saw a ball where five guys went up at the exact same time and all came down in a heap. Everyone is fine. Uh, lots of laughing and I'm okay. Baseball, Warriors was playing baseball. The Braves were at tennis. And the cutest thing was seven little Braves all at art together with Jax. He's our arts instructor. We've been adding a little bit more arts here and there just because the boys really like it. And I go over and all of the boys have their faces screwed up into a knot and they're concentrating very hard. And Jax is slowly drawing the face of Toothless the Dragon from How to Train Your Dragon. And it's just Toothless's big, huge eyes and his bat-like ears. And of course, Jax is very good at drawing, so it looks just like the cartoon. And then in front of each boy, I would say, is, and these are all brave, so we're talking second, third, and fourth graders, mostly third graders, are versions of this dragon. And, you know, they're all to a greater or lesser degree, a pretty good approximation of what's up on the on the, um, on the the board there. And what I noticed was that some of the boys who would probably be conventionally uh, thought of as not that good of artists were holding up their dragon proudly as I walked by. Josh, check out my dragon. Do you know who this is? This is Toothless. And some of the boys whose dragon was, you know, what we would think of as excellent were sort of hiding it and looking at me embarrassed. Jax is doing a great job. He, you know, none of this respective relationship to their own drawing was any of Jax's doing. He's extremely kind, and he kind of looks like uh, Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates of the Caribbean in the best of ways. Just imagine Captain Jack Sparrow, who is totally appropriate to work at a kid's camp, and that's something like what Jax looks like. Anyway, he's great, and he's got an artist vibe about him, and the kids feel really free to draw whatever they want and really get into projects. Anyway, so it's, it's not him. But I'm struck. We've got the kids who are you know, quote-unquote good artists being sort of uh, nervous about showing me their dragons, and the kids who are quote-unquote not good artists excited about their, their dragons. And I, it was a really powerful and really observable indication of what our boys walk through the doors with, that whether it's going to be a baseball or basketball or football, or fishing, or stand-up paddleboarding, or drawing, a boy's feeling about how he's performing might not always be in line. In fact, sometimes runs exactly opposite to how his actual performance is. And so it isn't even the performance that matters, but rather the boy's feeling about it. So, of course, I went around and did my best to pump up the boys who were embarrassed of their drawing and cooed over how awesome they were. And the same is true for the boys who were proud of them. Lots of attaboys. Uh, and walked away sort of scratching my head. It was just a really stark reminder of why we do what we do here and how powerful it is. And making assumptions about if a boy appears to be good that he thinks he is, is 
um, not always accurate. In fact, can be kind of dangerous in terms of that boy's development. Pardon the, the child developmental theory moment, but it really struck me in a really profound way with these pictures of Toothless. I'm saying his name badly on purpose. Toothless the dragon. Right there in front of me, nine versions of it and another nine versions of their versions in their heads. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight. Steady counselors watching over them, some of them watching over them on the shores of Swift River. Nodding off to sleep, surrounded by their friends. Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart. And silence reigns on lake and shore. Gather me to sing to Cobblestick as we go to our bunks once more. In Cobblestick, dear Cobblestick, the wishes from us be yours always. And faithful, true, will be to you until we meet.